0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Beyond Grit Podcast episode 23. I'm Tim McNiff, alongside PhD Cinder Kampoff, certified mental performance coach and keynote speaker, and of course, esteemed professor at Minnesota State University, Mankato. Now, if you listen to our last episode, we announced that we are expanding our partnership to provide keynotes and trainings and one-on-one coaching to businesses, sports teams through Cinder's company called Mentally Strong Consulting. If you are looking for speakers or trainers to help your staff, your athletes, or heck, even you yourself gain the high performance edge, reach out to us. It's easy. You can contact Syndra via email at Cindra at sindra at sindracampoff.com, or you can get it to me at timmcniff.com slash contact. And with that, I welcome the one and only, the eighth wonder of the world, former heavyweight champion of the world, Cinder Camp off. That's
1: awesome. I wish I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what they say? You punch, you punch above your weight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just imagining myself over here in the ring. <laughs> Doing the mental dance.
0: <laughs> well, you are a heavyweight when it comes to mental performance. And welcome everybody to podcast uh, episode number 23, this podcast process based on the book Beyond Grit, written by Cindra. Focuses on ten practices and fifty-two chapters, and we are beginning the fifth of the ten practices, which is dominate the controllables.
1: Dominate.
0: This is a great choice of a word. You know, that's a that's a that's an empowering word, which I'm sure was we have not talked about this before. But that was the first thing that, even reading that word, I love the word dominate because yeah. it's such an empowering word.
1: Yeah. Today, this topic is incredibly powerful because our natural tendency is to not dominate the controllable. So I'm really looking forward to talking about this, Tim, and dominate. I chose that for a specific reason because it means we must dominate the things we can control to help us reach our potential every day. It has to be a pr- pr- really a practice every single day because I think our natural tendency is to blame and complain and um experience frustration. So we got to dominate the controllables.
0: Well, in um, the subheading to that on the page that that has that is in the book, the world's best dominate what they have control over their attitude, preparation and effort instead of what they cannot.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna be talking about this today. Um, And should I start with a story? How about? Sure. Okay. So I love the story that I I heard several years ago, and Pedro Martinez used to pitch for the Boston Red Sox, um, and he was pitching at New York Yankees Stadium, and he really didn't have a very good night. This was in 2004 in the American League Championship Series, and the Yankees won. So after the game, the reporters asked him, you know, just to kind of explain his performance, and he said, you know, the Yankees beat me, they had a great night. I'm just gonna tip my hat to the Yankees and call him my daddy. Okay, so he was saying your daddy because it kind of just represented, I'm just paying my respect to the other team. Well, five years later, he's pitching in the 2009 World Series and you won't believe this, but all the fans start chanting, who's your daddy, who's your daddy, who's your daddy? Now, Tim, if that was, you know, if you were a mentally weak pitcher, how might you respond in that situation? All these, you know, 10,000 fans, actually, Yankee fans, Yankee fans, 100,000 Yankee fans are chanting against you to distract you. How do you think a mentally uh, weak pitcher might respond?
0: I just think most people would just be a puddle.
1: Yeah, a puddle, right? Get frustrated, get angry, maybe feel the pressure. Last week, we talked about like anxiety increasing, (laughs) and so he didn't. Um, he, you know, he really didn't crumble under pressure and he, he remained calm and cool and collected and you could actually see like the smirk on his face. So afterwards, um, the Yankees or the, the, um, the reporter asked him or reporters asked him like how he remained so calm and he said, you know, this is his response. He said, several years ago, I was sitting under a mango tree and I didn't have a scent to my name. And today I was one of the most important people in one of the, most biggest, the biggest cities in the world. And I love that because first he was like showing so much gratitude and just you know, um, a great perspective of where he came, he came from, but he dominated the controllables that day. He could have cracked under pressure, blamed himself, but instead he was able to really stay focused inside the circle, which is what we're gonna talk about next.
0: Uh, he really did. And, and even though not winning the game, I think he probably earned a lot of respect from those Yankee fans. If they didn't respect him when he left the mound for the Phillies that day, after they read those comments, you had to.
1: You had to. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think to take and really dominate the controllables, which we're talking about takes a lot of mental strength. It takes a lot of mental skills and awareness of where your attention at and bringing it back to things that you can control.
0: Yeah, you start the chapter right before the Pedro Martinez story with a quote from the late uh, martial arts legend, Bruce Lee. And he said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. And that's that whole thing of mastering something and the whole 10,000 hours or 10,000 kicks. It's like having that mental discipline to stay with one thing and do that one thing That's something that you can control, just becoming better at that which you can become better at.
1: Yes, that is a controllable.
0: So you go to the Pedro Martinez story, and following that, you have in the book, dominating the controllables is an essential part of reaching high performance, thinking like the world's best, and growing your grit. Life, athletics, and business can be simply divided into two areas pretty cut and dried clear by Dr. Kamboff right here. There are one, things you can control, and two, things you can't control. People like me spend way too much time in one. We need to be living in two.
1: And I think that we want to try to spend – majority of our attention on things that we can control. I don't know, maybe 99% of our attention, right? So the uncontrollable factors in sport, I want you to think of all the things that you can't control in sport that impacts performance, but you can't control it. And usually people will say, well, refs or umpires, the calls they make, uh, teammates, the other team, the field conditions, the fans, um, you know your schedule. Even winning isn't uncontrollable because you can't fully control if you win or, or not because you can't control the other team. In um, in business, it's things like your competitors or the economy or your clients or your boss. In life, it is your family, even your friends, your neighbors, um, and just people that you interact with, like other drivers. Tim.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, A common theme on this program
1: <laughs> um, for me. Yeah, well, and and a couple weeks ago, I was speaking to um, hospital CEOs, and we were talking about, like, even the coronavirus is something they can't control, you know, you can't control that it's even in the world right now, but you can control your response to it, and that's really what's really important, is that all the, and we need to kind of draw a circle on your piece of paper, and these things are outside the circle, these are uncontrollable factors that lead to blame, frustration, and low performance. And um, our mind, you know, I think naturally, Tim, like, I think our mind is programmed to focus on things we can't control, because it's a lot easier to, you know, blame somebody um, than to really own it and take responsibility. So it can be really difficult to stay inside the circle. And those are the things that you can control.
0: And that That's a common. And if you hear people doing that, you'll, you'll pick up on it right away. And you'll, by seeing that, If it's not a person that you're working with or it's not a person you're close enough to say to them, no, wait a minute, you got to think about what you're saying here. You're looking at a person who is not going to make progress because if you get that escape, if you're handed that crutch, how can you possibly develop to handle the next time? Because now you've just given yourself an excuse to fail the next time.
1: Yeah. And let me give you an example. So when I started uh, working with the Vikings uh, four years ago, I I saw this trend really early on, and every, um, you know, the rookies that I talked to, like the rookies who were really focused on inside the circle, like being at their best versus the rookies that weren't, and and the rookies that weren't told me things like, um, you know, I'm just really frustrated where I went in the draft. I was supposed to go in the second round, but a scout said I had too short of arms, so I went in the fifth round, and he was frustrated about that. Another guy said to me, well, I'm just mad where I am in the depth chart. You know, I think I should deserve. I should think I should be third on the depth chart, and I'm sixth right now, and all those things. What I noticed is in that first conversation with me, if they weren't really dominating the things that they couldn't control, they didn't make the team. So I want I want to put this in perspective that these guys have been working to get to this spot to follow their dreams for you know perhaps their whole life or at least you know multiple years, and then in the moment, if their focus isn't on things that they can control they aren't able to live out their dream. And that's the same thing for you and me. We might not be, you know, football players or, you know, NFL stars, you know, the, but the key is is we have to stay focused on what we can control and we do that. We're able to be at our best consistently, you know, minute after minute, hour after hour. But again, our natural tendency as humans is to focus on these things we can't control.
0: Yeah, and, and what happens to us when we focus on those things that we don't control?
1: Uh, We can get frustrated on ourselves, at other people, we blame, we make excuses, Uh, we can experience fear, we get stuck, and in general, we are not gaining the high performance edge. (laughs) You know, like, um, this isn't practice number five, because it's at the center. If we don't do this, none of the other stuff matters. If we're really staying gritty and going after our goals, and we're owning our purpose and mastering our thoughts, but we're continually focusing on things we can't control, uh, we're not going to be able to make progress and reach our potential. And the great thing is potential is really limitless. So it's like we, we, this is a must. It's a must.
0: And you boil it down to three things. What we can control comes down to three things. Our attitude, our preparation, and our effort, which you have conglomerated down to? eight.
1: A P E. And I love it because it's easy to remember, you know, when I'm working with sports teams, Tim, we even go hoo hoo, like.
0: <laughs> or you yeah. do a little bit of, for those who couldn't see, Cinder was pounding her you know, upper chest, you know, like an ape might showing dominance.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, just to be fun and, and make it sticky. But this is what I mean. And, and Tim, the more and more I talk about this, I I'm expanding it. So um A stands for attitude. Let me explain and then I'll tell you how we expanded it. And attitude okay. means you know that we can really control the attitude we approach our family, our coworkers, or our teammates. We can really control um our attitude towards a bad call or our attitude towards um the traffic. And um it really makes a big difference if we're focusing on the good right? Versus what we don't like. And so a for attitude, but I've expanded it to our actions and our attention. And I think attention is really interesting because it's like, our attention is always on something kind of think about, you know, you're, you have a, a spotlight on your head and you're always looking at something, but are you looking at things that really help you be at your best or not? So that's, that's the A.
0: Okay. Next one is preparation. Have you expanded that also?
1: Yeah, preparation. Um, So P for preparation. What I mean by preparation is I think about, you know, that there are 86,400 seconds in one day. All right. And are you using that to really reach your goals? Are you doing the things that are high value activities, the things that are really going to lead you towards your big goals and your ultimate potential? And sometimes we can just be busy, right? And we're not really doing things that help us be at our best. And preparation means you can completely control your pursuit of mastery. Um, and is you know, the way that you're spending that 86,400 seconds, is that really helping you move you closer or further away from your goals? So that's P for preparation. But then I've expanded it to things like um, we can control our purpose and our passion for what we do. And the last one is the process. And we'll talk more about that in practice number six, Tim, but that just means the small things that you can do every day to help you uh, really be at your best and focus on your goals, that's the how. And sometimes we get so focused on the outcome, which we can't fully control.
0: I just love the fact that the ape just keeps getting bigger.
1: I know, it does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the E, originally at least, until you tell me what else you added to it, the E was for effort.
1: E is for effort, um, and what I mean by effort is, you know, you can control how hard you work at something, you can control your amount of focus and intensity that you are you know, using to pursue mastery. You can control how you're deliberately moving forward with energy and passion and full engagement. Um, so that's your effort, and we can control that, and then the, the E also stands for uh, our emotions and our energy. And I think about how our energy really comes from our attention, our focus, which is also something we can control. So uh, E for effort, emotions, and energy, which are all things we can control that just help us continue to to reach our goals and to keep us excited about what we're doing.
0: Okay, let's reach into the toolkit. When you're focused on things you can't control, what three steps do we take?
1: so i think the first step is just notice um and that's really the first step of all of this is to really you know master your 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 mind is really just catching yourself in a non-judgmental way um don't judge yourself everybody focuses on things that they can't control so notice it and then get it back to what you can control and we i find if we have a phrase to redirect our mind to, him, it can be really helpful so i love this this ape ape right so um um, you might say mine is Tim, like one day I was stuck in traffic. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, right.
1: You know, I'm like, you know, shape up Sindra. You're, you're, you know, I'm just gonna. You're making all these excuses. You're getting really frustrated. And so then I decided to change that to ape up.
0: <laughs> ape up.
1: Ape up. Um, or I was speaking at prior Lake high school and we were, I was talking about this and you know, the, the idea is dominate, you know, your ape. And one person was like, Syndra, how about we dominate? And I was like, oh yeah. Oh, dominate. I like
0: that a lot.
1: <laughs>
0: so, dominate.
1: Like, dominate. And then the third thing is just redirect your mind to what you can control. Um, bring it back to the controllables in a non judgmental way. Think about how are you fully controlling your attitude or your passion or your purpose or your preparation? or your attention, or your emotions, or your energy. So just get it back to what you can control. And again, I find I got to do this every single day, Tim. So you can't take a day off or train your mind.
0: Do you have one thing? I mean, you have so much more content that's even in this book. So this might be a really unfair question. Yeah. So I'll, I won't even ask it. I will just tell you, and you can, if you want it, then add a um, something similar for you, a trigger for you. But the one thing that, that has helped me the most out of everything we've gone through to this point is the phrase, and maybe you'll come up with the chapter because I don't think it was anything later than chapter three may have been even one or two, but I I say this to myself and I say this to other people when I recognize they're having a problem with something, I'll say, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. How can we rewire this? How can we turn this? And I use that so, so much. I love dominate. I see dominate getting, Getting into that uh, that usage too, but I find that so helpful. Is there something that like a, a one or two maybe not even with this chapter that you lean on maybe more than others?
1: I lean on this chapter a lot um,
0: because... so this is this is out of all the the chapters in this yeah. book fifty two and ten practices. This chapter to you is really integral
1: It is, and usually in my keynotes, I talk about this usually in every single one not not everyone, but like majority of them, because it's something that we know. Um, I first heard it, not, not said this way, dominate or dominate, right? But I first heard um, it when I was in high school, I ran track and um, one of my teammates I was running the four by four and she was dogging her four by four, you know, her four hundred. I was so mad. I remember at the 200 turn, she, I was there cheering for her and she said out loud while she was running, like, Oh, I just can't do this. And oh. I got home and I was so mad. And I was telling my dad about it. And it was just like frustrating that a teammate wouldn't give her full effort. And he said, Syndra, you can't control her. <laughs> All you can do is control your response to her. And how are you going to help her empower her and help her, you know, you know, in in my words now, I'd say dominate inside the circle. And uh, this is really integral. I think the other ones that I use a lot in the book are the idea of my automatic negative thoughts or my aunts. How can I talk back to them and not believe them? I love what you said about things don't happen for you. They happen, you know, they don't happen to you. They happen for you. And this really does connect back to this practice of of dominate the controllables because there's so many things that We can't control outside the circle, but when you see it as a gift, you know, you really are dominating inside that circle. You're bringing your attention to how is this helping me, not hurting me? How is this a gift, not a problem? Um, And the more and more you do that, the more energy you have, you don't get stuck and uh, you can just be more creative and really more um, closely follow your goals and your dreams, which is really all about grit.
0: Absolutely. All right. What's our homework for this week?
1: Okay, here is your homework. What I encourage everybody to do is to use this idea of dominate the controllables. And um, I'd encourage everybody as they're listening, just draw a circle and then put the things that they know that they can control inside it and put your triggers outside the circle. What, um, what is it that you can get frustrated about? And, and just that awareness can really help you. And then choose one phrase that you're going to commit to. Do you like this idea of dominate or ape up? Or maybe you might just say dominate the controllables to really help you stay focused on what you can control. The first step is awareness. So drawing that out and just writing out your triggers can really help you so you can move um, your focus towards inside the circle and what you can control.
0: And if you need a visual on that, Cinder actually provides one in the book. In this chapter on page 136, um, she's got that control of the controllables. So that's there with the ape at the bottom of it too, which is worth just going there to begin with. So so there's our, um, our homework for the week, our high-performance power
1: phrase. I dominate my ape. I use the 86,400 seconds in my day to develop my knowledge and skills. I give my best attitude, preparation, and effort day in and day out
0: gritty person of the week and we had talked beforehand and we were going to go lockstep with the same people and because of this whole conversation of dominate I want to add a different person for myself and then I'll let you because it was your idea to begin with the you wanted to honor yours is, is better but so dominate is just one of those things when you come to the physical sports I mean it's it really gets into you're physically dominating another person And somehow, and I'm not trying to do a commercial for these guys, but I just have to point this out. Two former wrestlers who wrestled at different times at the University of Minnesota were both seeking to sort of do the same thing, which I kind of think I just want to be like, I want you and I in our budding practice to be like these two guys. Okay. Because they they wrestled at different times. Uh, One was an Olympic silver medalist, uh, but never really attained what he wanted to at college. The other one was a national champion at college and never was able to reach uh, the, the Olympics. So uh, they kind of were different places. They were trying to do different things. They became partners and they decided to, to form a partnership and they've got a wrestling school, which is now the new Brighton area. And it's called pinnacle wrestling. And I've talked about them previously. And um, so they just concluded the Minnesota and Wisconsin state tournaments and the numbers. And I don't have them at readily available. But the numbers were astounding of people that have wrestled for them and gone through for them, state champions, state place winners. I mean, just ridiculous. Wow. And, and as they said, how many times they were torn by watching their wrestlers go head-to-head, uh, you know, leading into – or maybe even at championships. But wrestling is so much about physically dominating your opponent. Where can you find an edge? How can you gain – an edge from a person who is basically the same size weight and potentially age that you are and these guys have found it however they've 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 mined it the way they work the way they send their athletes about they're just producing tangible results so i will point out pinnacle wrestling as my gritty people of the week and then i will bow to you because yours is so much better
1: My greedy People of the Week are the healthcare workers. Um, You know, a couple weeks ago, I was just speaking to hospital CEOs at the start of the coronavirus. And we were talking about that the coronavirus is something that they can't control. Meaning, you know, they can't control that it's even in the world. And so I think it's really important to consider our response to that. And I just wanna um, thank all those people all throughout the world who are working to keep us safe and uh, who are really working to address this head on so that um, less and less people get impacted. And I think it's those people who are really dominating inside that circle uh, because this isn't something we can control, but we can control our response to it and our attitude around it and how we're taking care of ourselves too by washing our hands <laughs> um, and uh, you know just being good um, Uh, people that really care for ourselves as well. So I want to really give a shout out to all those people who are impacted by the coronavirus and those people who are really working to keep us safe.
0: And if you think about it, this is such a poignant uh, nomination because in many cases, these people can't go home. Mm. I mean, they, they, they can't, if they've come into contact with somebody contagious. So, so in some areas they're referring to them as, you know, dirty hospital staff and clean hospital staff because some can't get it because they've got to work with the rest of the, you know, people that are coming in and the dirty people have to stay and keep treating the people who have got it and they can't go home to their wives or husbands or children or whatever that is. So it really is a very, very poignant uh, nomination. And I, I, my hat's off to you and then obviously to all them for everything that they're doing on our behalf. All right. So, um, to things to put on the grit board. Is that, would that be the illustration of that you described yes. for homework?
1: Yes. Got it. All on right. that grit board put either an ape or the APE acronym, expand it to the other things we talked about attitude, uh, attention, our actions. P is preparation, passion, purpose process and E is effort, emotions, and energy and stay focused on what you can control. Maybe, you also might even write the word that you want to remind yourself of. Is it ape up? Is it dominate the controllables? Is it dominate? That's my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a, such a great visual. Fantastic visual. All right. With that, we're going to put a bow on it. We want to thank you for joining us. A reminder, the Beyond Grit Podcast seeks to help you reach your peak potential. We encourage you to check out this and other great content on the NSC blog page, Beyond the Bench. where You can also leave us your questions and your comments. We would really love it if you'd find the Beyond Grit podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, where we really need you to rate and review us so that we can continue to reach and help empower more people with Dr. Kampoff's brilliant content. I said that because she wouldn't say it in her last episode about herself. Um, So I'm Tim McNiff, and uh, Dr. Kampoff is going to sign us off.
1: Every week or everybody this week, make sure you dominate the controllables, have an outstanding week and be mentally strong.